inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome to the Core here on American Family Radio Network. Good to be with you today on the program. I'm Walker Wildman. I'm your host for the Core. Good to be with you today once again on the American Family Radio Network. That's where you can hear the show. That's what you're listening to now. We have 180 radio towers around the nation, 35-plus states that we are in, and we're broadcasting uh, on the World Wide Web through our website, AFR.net, AFR.net, and on the American Family Radio mobile app, the American Family Radio mobile app. You can download it. It's free. No gimmicks, no no tricks. Takes you just a couple minutes to download the AFR app. And then, of course, when it, when it uh, relates to video, we do have that option as well, streaming.afa.net, streaming.afa.net. And on the CORE's Facebook page, live streaming the video there as well. And uh, as I joke and say, but I'm quite serious, uh, we offer the program uh, through a plethora of avenues and mediums. So uh, no one can say, I just don't know how to listen to Walker's show. That can't be uh, your excuse. You may have some excuse, but that just can't be it because we do offer the program so many different ways uh, for you to listen. Um, jumping into our scripture for the week, we are in Psalm chapter 56 this week. Let's read a couple verses in the Psalm chapter 56. Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me. All day long an attacker oppresses me. My enemies trample on me all day long, for many attack me proudly. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? And so David is is uh, verbalizing his trust in the Lord, and he ends with a, a simple truth that, boy, do we forget. What can flesh do to me, David, David asked. David rhetorically asked, what can flesh do to me? And in the midst of life, our our flesh tends to uh, be fearful. We tend to be anxious. We tend to be fearful. We tend to fret at, at, at situations or predicaments or trials that we go through. But David gets right to the core. What can flesh do to me? I mean, at the end of the day, what does flesh, what can flesh do to me? And I think it's Paul or one of the other New Testament writers that, that basically says, you know, to, to live as Christ, to die is gain. And so if I die for my faith, if I'm martyred, well, then I get to go into eternity with heaven and my glorified body and my glorified state. If I stay here, if I persevere, I still get to serve Christ. So to live as Christ, to die is gain. David reiterating or David introducing the same principle that you get 
you know, hundreds of years later by a completely different writer. Isn't that fascinating how God's Word weaves together, is woven together uh, to make a perfect message of God's love and God's grace for humanity? So next time you're fretting, next time you're anxious, next time you're worried, ask yourself, what can flesh do to me? That's what David says there in Psalm chapter 56. Uh, moving into some of the stories I want to get to this segment. Uh, by the way, we got our preborn campaign going on this week. Uh, we've been partnering with preborn for years now and uh, working to save babies from uh, the scourge that is abortion around the nation. That's exactly what preborn does. Um, we'll talk about this a little more when Wesley comes on next segment, but just to kind of whet your appetite, um, $28 provides one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound. 28 bucks, folks, provides an ultrasound for a mother who needs an ultrasound. $140 will provide five free ultrasound sessions reaching five women with the message of life. So, there's a lot of things that you can invest your money in, folks. You can put it in the stock market. You can put it in some kind of fund. Um, you can, you know, do all kinds of things to uh, to invest in causes that you believe in. But uh, this is one of the greatest. This is ta- this is one of the greatest. I mean, twenty eight bucks. Twenty eight bucks is one ultrasound with preborn afr.net is where you can donate afr.net along with the phone number we'll give out in the next segment but i want to encourage you to do that and and one thing as christians we have to do folks is we got to be serious about where we're putting our money we got to be serious about what we're investing in and we've got to be more intentional about investing in things that are going to advance the ball down the field as it relates to our judeo christian values there are a lot of Christians out there around this nation and around the world that are sitting on a lot of money. You know, not all of us may have, we may, we may not all have millions of dollars sitting around, but we need to be good stewards of what we do have. Uh, but there, there are people, there are believers around the nation and around the world that whether they've, they founded a successful business, whether they sold some assets, whether they inherited money, whatever their case may be, um, they're, they're, they're putting money into these 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 uh, university endowment funds, into all these different things that aren't really, that aren't at all advancing their values and advancing the cause of Christ in this nation. So I just want to be a challenge. I want to challenge believers out there. If you've got money and you're looking for somewhere to invest it, uh, what better way thing to do than to invest in ministries in your local church? and in ministries around the country that are advancing your values, that are advancing godly values. Uh, that's my challenge for believers around the nation today. But moving into some of these topics I want to get to, um, this is something that, that we've been saying on the show for uh, two, two and a half, three years now, about how, how they've been counting COVID deaths, how they've been counting COVID deaths around the nation, and how really twisted and inaccurate it is. Uh, this is Dr. Leanna Wynn. She's a CNN medical contributor. She's on there pretty often, and uh, she's a medical analyst as well. And she's talking about how the U.S. has been overcounting COVID deaths, something we've been saying on this show, other experts have been saying for years now. CNN's finally waking up to it. Let's listen to what she has to say. Doctor, these are two separate things here, overcounting deaths and overcounting hospitalizations. 
as you know, I covered this closely being in the Trump White House when this happened. I talked to a lot of health officials about this who are actually kind of skeptical of this claim that you're making. And I think one big thing has been what is the evidence that these covid deaths are actually being overcounted? Well, this is the reason why this kind of transparent reporting is going to be so important. There is a way for us to look at death certificates and also to look at the medical records of individuals prior to their death. And I think this needs to be separated into three categories. One is the um, the COVID as a direct contributor, the primary cause of death. The second is, could it be a secondary contributing cause? So, for example, somebody with kidney disease, COVID then pushes them over the edge to have kidney failure. That's COVID as a contributing cause. And then the third is COVID as an incidental finding. So somebody coming in with a gunshot wound or a heart attack and they happen to test positive. I think that we need to separate out and look at the percentages of each. That percentage would have shifted over time as well. In the beginning, probably a lot more people were dying with the primary cause of COVID. That probably has shifted. And I think, again, we need to understand this. Another reason to understand this, too, is a lot of people are wondering when they should get a booster next. When do we need a second booster or another booster? And the only way we can know for sure is to understand who is getting severely ill and when don't get a booster that's my recommendation exactly um for multiple reasons including if they don't work um and that's the data that's the science hey by the way um it's good that cnn is about i don't know three years late yeah i was gonna say i was calculating in my head as this is playing yeah i mean we're 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 right at the three-year mark we're actually a little bit past it technically from when uh wuhan let the let the bat virus out um it was in 2019 by the way um but uh this is what people both medical experts and lay people like myself have been saying for some time and that is the way you guys are counting these covid deaths does not make sense Because they're saying died with COVID. Okay, well, I can die with cancer, but that doesn't mean I died because of cancer. I could have just, I don't know, had a really bad car accident. Or I could have had a heart attack. But I just happened to have cancer when I had the heart attack. But the cancer didn't cause the heart attack. And that's exactly what happened here. And then remember the ticking, um, the, the big red dashboards that they used to put up? CNN had the COVID tracker, the COVID death tracker, for like two years up on their screen, especially when Trump was in office. When Biden got in, they took it down because, you know, we can't control the pandemic. But if Trump's in office, it's Trump's pandemic. That's what they said. These are are Trump's COVID deaths. But there were people, folks, and and Bobby's exactly right. There were people who had a motorcycle wreck and died because because they had blunt force trauma to the head because they weren't wearing a helmet on the motorcycle. They had a wreck. They swabbed them when they were dead in the hospital. They swabbed them for a COVID test, and then they marked them as as dying with COVID. That literally happened. There's a documented case of that. And then there are other other people who had some very serious underlying conditions. And they just happened to have COVID when they passed away, and that was a COVID death. And that went into the total count. And so the the way they were counting numbers, the way they were counting these COVID deaths, it was completely nonsensical, didn't make sense, didn't add up. The experts were questioning it, and CNN 
and the WHO and the CDC told us all to shut down, we're consp- sit down, we're conspiracy theorists, no need to ask any questions, we got this under control. Now, they're saying the same thing we said, but all of a sudden, it's a topic worthy of discussion. And this is why folks like CNN have zero to no credibility, because they're always three, three years late to the game. Remember when they started reporting that there was no evidence of Russia collusion? (laughs) But they did that three years after they started going after Donald Trump. And everybody told them, a month in, there's no evidence of Russia collusion. But they pushed the hoax, they pushed the hoax, they pushed the hoax. And that's what they did with COVID. They pushed the fear, they pushed the fear, they pushed the fear. They made everybody scared. They made everybody germaphobes. They wasted three years of our lives, trillions of our economy, trillions of wealth down the toilet. Children's lives completely uprooted and and side sidelined. Mask hysteria. Shot upon shot upon shot in everybody's arm. And if you don't get the shot, then you're a murderer and you don't care about people. Or better yet, you're fired. You don't want to get this experimental jab that's going to cause a blood clot. You're fired. So they did all this insanity, all this stupidity, and the experts are still talking. So so at, at what point do you get it wrong so many times and you destroy so many people's lives that you don't get a seat at the table anymore? What happened to reputation? Folks, it's time that we start enforcing this thing called morality. It's time that we start enforcing this thing called reputation. If you do so many things to lose your reputation and credibility, you got to restart. You got to build back credibility. You can't Lie, 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 and be wrong, wrong, wrong. But still expect a seat at the table to tell us all how to live our lives. You just can't do it. So the CNNs of the world, the Dr. Wins of the world, they're going to have to start over and rebuild their credibility because they've completely lost it with the vast majority of the American people. You, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. Apostle Paul penned his second epistle to Timothy, now an elder in the church at Ephesus, in about 64 or 65 AD, while imprisoned in Rome, awaiting his imminent execution under Nero. In warning Timothy about the coming perilous times, marked by the increased anti-Christian persecution in the Roman Empire in 64 AD, Paul directed Timothy to his speech and his feet. In speech, Paul gave Timothy priceless biblical instruction. In feet, Paul left Timothy a legacy of lifestyle. Christ's following demands consistency between speech and feet. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. 
This is Raising Godly Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. We're told that God's plans are good and His timing is right. But in the trenches of life, it can be hard to submit to His will and trust the process. So what do our girls do when they're struggling to stay strong in their faith? I've heard it said that the opposite of faith isn't doubt, it's control. In the face of fear, believers can fall into the worldly habit of trying to control every little thing. Then a surprise sick day or a rained out vacation can send us into a tailspin. Proverbs 16.9 reminds us that while we may plan, it is God who establishes our steps. Encourage your girl to journal about some of the things she's trying to control in her life today and invite God into her heart to relieve that burden. We are all called to raise up the next generation of Christian leaders. You can learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 833-44-BIBLE. That's 833-44-BIBLE. 833-44-BIBLE. At the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Now, back to At the Core on American Family Radio. I am not skilled to understand what God is will, what God is planned.
And that's our song there here on American Family Radio. That was Aaron Schust, my Savior, my God. Wesley, my brother, is in with us. Wesley, welcome to the core. Hey, I'm glad to be on the program, and uh, I just want to ask you to sit back, Walker, and I've got this from here. All right, I'm going to go grab some coffee. We'll see you in a little. (laughs) Hey, the reason I say it that confidently is because you were talking about a topic that I'm so passionate about. I'm going to yes. limit. I'm going to limit myself to two minutes. So I'm on the clock, Bobby. But can I? Can so, I give? Can I? Don't start now. He's talking. Can I do something <laughs> nice? Can I do something, can do something nice? nice for me? For no, for me. Oh, for I'm me. Just okay, you <laughs> so, just so our audience knows, Wesley called the COVID hysteria. He called its hand back in the day. Yeah, but mm. about three years ago, he said. That he said the masks don't work, yep. and we don't need to be fretting and and losing our minds over this. Sure, all right. Yeah, I did. I said that. I, I was about. I gave it. I now at six or eight weeks in. I know y'all gonna say, yeah, right. No, six or eight, six or eight weeks in. I I was already calling this. However, I didn't. I didn't make it public even within our own office. Yeah. Until three months in, because at three, I had to get to three months before I had a little more data to prove what I believed to be true. Yeah, you had a hunch. I had a hunch. You had a gut instinct. My hunch was a, a historically a great hunch, and that's when the media, uh, the uh, far left uh, doctors, yes, and uh, well, basically you just sum it down to the media. Yes. When they when they get a hold of something, the far left media, and uh, and, and 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 the timing of all things. I mean, because Trump was soaring. His administration, I say Trump, Trump's policies yes. and what he was advocating and what he was and, – and, and his – what he was – His agenda. In, his agenda was soaring in, in all phases. Yes. Okay? And so from that point on, uh, all, all the timing of everything and, and nonetheless, uh, the mask, the shots, all the above. Uh, and then you know what? It really – uh, did me in when they began to shut down uh, churches. Yes. Uh, but they were allowing big box stores to stay open. Yep, and liquor stores. And casinos. Liquor store, casinos. Hey, yep. that's a good, yeah, good reminder. So um, anyways, we've learned a lot from here, um, and we've learned that if you've got a mask, then I don't need one. <laughs> we've learned that if you've got a shot, then you don't uh, need one. I don't need one. <laughs> uh, and we've also learned a lot about uh, the government's role in our personal health should be what the Constitution says it is. Zero. And it should be limited to zero. that, which is zero. Yep. So, um, yeah. So, nonetheless, uh, what we have now, and this is something that's not originate from me, came from Rick Green on our on this program uh, last week, and that's that what we've learned now is we need to take this as a template of what not to do again. Yes. That's a good uh, point. We've got three years into this. Uh, we can look at this. Don't do this again. Yeah, reject it. Uh, reject whole cloth. it wholly. Whole yep. cloth. Yeah. When this comes up again, because there'll be another one. They yeah. tried. They tried the uh, the monkeypox. They wanted. They t- they j- they dumped that out there to see how this how they would react. And there was a quick pushback. But everybody was like, "You can call it whatever you want." But yes. We ain't buying into it. You know. Yes. And of course, of course, within a couple within a couple of days, we realized how that ha- how you get the monkeypox. Yeah. <laughs> so right. we want, we don't have to get into all that on the radio. Also, Wesley. Also, Wesley. The um, the uh, everything everything that they that the media. And the CDC, these agencies, 
that now I'm not saying they had stellar credibility before COVID, yes. but they had something left of credibility. They had some piece of credibility left where for some things you would go, well, let's see what the CDC says. Right. Now it's nothing. Like yeah. if if I'm like, how do I wash my hands? I don't trust the CDC no. to tell me how. Mm. No, no. Uh, because everything they've done the last three years has been purely political and they're in bed with Big Pharma. Yes. And I can't trust any of them. Yeah. And they would go in and change how well, you mentioned this earlier. They were changing by the day. They would make statements about how what the death rate is yeah. among COVID, and then they would change it as new information came out. As they would, but they, but it reached a point where they quit announcing their changes because it quit benefiting their agenda yeah. of of lockdowns, masks, shots, the whole uh, hysteria. So mm. I think our two minutes is up, Bobby. Is that right? <laughs> oh, you forget, <laughs> I'll give you ten seconds. Ten seconds to, to wrap it up. Uh, so yeah, that well, that's how I feel about it. And obviously, you know, we'll continue to report on this absolute um just steal from the american people all the jobs that were lost all the people that got addicted mm. uh further than they were uh all, all the families that were destroyed through the the lockdowns the lockdowns were horrible they, yeah. they violated the religious liberty they violated people's personal rights or privacy to choose yes. where they want to go and when they want to when we walk out the door when we wake up every morning from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed we associate and we agree and submit to all kind of risk every day yeah i don't need the government telling me when and where i don't need to be based on what they where they believe they used to have charts and they would they had an app where they would tell you where there were more covid in the air than others yeah places locations <laughs> i know it's anyway insane. it's insane hey nonetheless the good news is you owe me 10 seconds 10 seconds <laughs> <laughs> the good hey, we do have some good news out of texas sir. we do have some good news and and before i get to the texas good news we've got even better news for those people out there, brothers and sisters in Christ who lean left or all the way left, mm. that say you cannot legislate morality. Mm. We have now done that. As of June 20th, 2022, we have legislated morality because in the state of Texas, as a result of the overturning of Roe versus Wade, we have now seen a drop of 99% in abortions. In fact, Kendall, Olivia, and Carson are the three babies Wow! of the 5,600 babies mm. that were saved in just one month in the state of Texas. That's in the month of June. Wow. So if you look at June 2022, uh, if you, I'm sorry, if you compare September 2021 with September 2022 in the state of Texas, there were 5,706 babies, unborn mm. babies that were aborted. And then a year later, after Roe versus Wade was overturned, there were zero. Wow. Elected abortion. There were three as a result of the Save the Life of the Mother, mm. different discussion. Yeah. There was on, there were zero elected abortions. From 5,706, a year later, <laughs> zero elected abortions. Wesley, that Incredible. right there is the mic drop moment Amen. of any person uh, that says one of two things. Either Christians who say that we ought not be involved, involved in, in that po- dirty politics, yep. or the unbeliever that says, you can't tell me how to live. You can't legislate morality. Wesley, at the end of the day, everything we do is legislating morality. Yep. At the end of the day, somebody's got to be in charge. Somebody's set, got to set the rules. Yep. Somebody's got to set the standard. Should it be Christians or should it be pagans? I believe it ought to be Christians who have a biblical worldview that have the best interest of everyone at heart. And I know we've upset a few people, and I'm going to clarify this in just a second. But before I do, 
before I get there, I want to let you know that Carson was one of the babies that was saved as a result of the overturning of reverse Roe versus Wade in the state of Texas. And his mother, Tamara Nelson, that's his mother. So Carson Nelson is a baby. His mother, Tamara Nelson, said this in an interview. Reality is reality. There is still an extra mouth to feed, Nelson's mom said. But I am so happy that he's here. But but it's a lifelong decision that I have to maintain, and I will be his parent. And then it goes on, and she talks about some of the fun stories that she has with him at just uh, an early age. Not to mention there were several, several pro-life uh, ministries in the state of Texas that upped their game and was and was willing to help uh, – raise money for moms who are willing to keep their baby and not mm. leave the state. Yes. And so there was one story here of uh, uh, Kendall, uh, Kendall's mom. Kendall's mom was the one. Uh, there was a pro-life ministry, and Lisa Rose came together and helped raise $50,000 in just one hour for a single mom so she could keep her baby. Wow. Obviously, the money went toward the, the the health of the baby and the raising the baby, the diapers, the mm-hmm. medical bills, and all that. Nonetheless, that was done. Now, let me say this, Welcome. Uh, uh, that that first came to me about eight or ten years ago as I began to get more involved in politics about legislating morality. They always would split hairs there and say, "Well, look, uh, you can't." Le-. They would imply you can't legislate salvation, which we all agree. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're so we got common ground. They would use our founding fathers the, came over here uh, because England was trying to legislate salvation. So yep. So very literally, we all have common ground. You can't legislate salvation, but. To use that statement to silence people who are the the Wilberfords, the uh, the Parks, the people who are out there trying to make a difference and influence culture f- for God's glory and for the good of other people. Yes, uh, that will not sound that has never silenced me, and it will never silence the ministry of AFA or AFR. In fact, we were uh, we we played a small part. Uh, but but uh, but a significant part in the helping of the Roe versus Wade being overturned in the Dobbs case, we had a staff member, and we used some of our networking to help get that done. Mm. And here we are; we've got this overturned. So, with that said, what's something else we've uh, in a di- on the same topic? Yeah, preborn. Yeah, preborn. Exactly. That's what we're doing this week. And by the way, we're going to have a preborn preborn rep on uh, tomorrow with uh, Rick Green. Uh, preborn will uh, rep will be on the show to talk about their work from a first hand perspective. Uh, but if you do want to support preborn, we encourage you to do so this week. AFR.net, AFR.net is the URL where you can donate to preborn. 877-616-2396. That's where you can call and donate. $28 provides one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound. That's 28 bucks for one ultrasound. $140 provides five free ultrasound and um, a, um, a very tragic statistic but abortion is the leading cause of death in the US even during covid with the pandemic and 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 with with uh, 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 people being very unhealthy and obesity and mm-hmm. diabetes and all the immune different system yeah all the different health down. issues yeah and the immune systems being locked down abortion is still the leading cause of death in America over 860,000 babies die every year um, in, in America via abortion. And so we got to combat that. One way we combat that is through preborn. And that's, what, that's what's beautiful, folks, is, is 85%, roughly 85% of moms who go into an appointment, all right, to see their baby for the first time, 
but they go into it with abortion in their mind. That's right. They go into it very seriously considering uh, ending the life of the baby. That's right. Eighty-five uh, percent of those women completely change their mind, Wesley, when they leave that appointment. They see the baby, they hear the heartbeat, they see the life, they see the movement, and it completely changes their mind. And that continues to grow because when we first started supporting preborn on our network here and partnering with them as a, a, a trusted ministry in this uh, area, in this field, I believe it was closer to 70, 75. Yeah. But as, as as this becomes more and more an option to more and more people or women, yes. more and more women are, and families across America, as because, because of your support, more people are able to uh, have this as an option in their area because this is not – because it's twenty eight dollars to save for for a um a ultrasound to save a life of a baby, that right there is just where the ultrasound is. The mm-hmm. purpose of you supporting this is so that we can add more ultrasounds as an option uh, across America. Yeah, that's right. So that's what Preborn is doing. They're partnering with pregnancy centers all around the nation. Eight seven seven six one six two three nine six eight seven seven six one six two three nine six afr dot net afr dot net folks. Uh, Wesley, we can uh, and should legislate morality. Sure, um, absolutely. A man's law should align with God's law. And what's 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 uh, unique about a, a biblical worldview, Wesley, is that when uh, when Christians advance biblical values, it works out for the best interest of all people, even unbelievers. That's so, right. like religious mm. freedom, yep. it protects not only you and I to be able to exercise our faith in public and in private, sure. but also people who want to be agnostic or unbelievers, and that's their choice. Uh, the First Amendment and religious freedom and freedom of speech protects them as well. You're right. Other countries, there is no country. If you look it up and you start researching, you're not going to find a country that has the foundings of of the First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. And the Second Amendment uh, to be able to defend yourself uh, against a tyrannical government and your personal self and your family. You're not going to find that in any other country ever. And as a result, their constitutions, the Constitution, the guidance of each country changes on average every seven or eight years. Wow. Because they don't have that founding that we have. So we have it. We have some issues with it. But that's why AFA and AFR exist to help guide you in the way to correct it. That's right. Thanks, Wes. Thanks for coming on, on, man. AFR.net is where you can listen to the show live. We're streaming the video over at streaming.afa.net. We're up there with the video, streaming.afa.net. We'll be back with your calls next segment. When you hear this, this is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. Forget about Facebook. The last 10 days we've been banned twice and is unbanning a word. They put us under the ban. Christians and conservatives don't need your YouTube. Banned one day, banned again. AFR programs are now live streaming on the AFA streaming app. Now you can get shows like today's issues straight from the source. Put back on the next. Just say unbanned. 
Unbanned. Just search AFA Streaming or visit streaming.afa.net to sign up. This is Alex McFarland from Exploring the Word. I'm thrilled to join forces with Preborn to rescue 4,000 babies from abortion this week. Preborn is the opposite of the abortion industry. Instead of killing babies, they save babies. Instead of giving women poisonous chemicals, they support women with love and free ultrasounds, allowing them to meet the beautiful life growing inside them. All services are free, unlike Planned Parenthood. One thing Preborn does have in common with the abortion giants is they're located in the darkest corners of the country. Preborn is there for hurting women and at-risk babies. Let's reverse the curse. Any gift will help. $100, $200, $1,000. Call now at 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396 or visit AFR.net. Thank you. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. The credit card debt happened when my daughter was born. I was using one credit card account to roll over into another credit card account, and it was snowballing. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. When I first called Trinity, the representative understood the need based on the situation. There were great people to work with. From the first phone call that I made, they had me on on a track to mitigate the credit card debt. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. Working with Trinity gave me the ability to save thousands of dollars. My name's Doug, and thanks to Trinity, I'm debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813. This is At The Core on American Family Radio with your host, Walker Wildman. Welcome back to The Core here on American Family Radio. We are going to take your calls, but let me go ahead and introduce a topic for our discussion the rest of the show. The Listen to this story out of ABC and other outlets, but ABC's, ABC News is where I'm pulling from here. Florida High Court okays grand jury probe of COVID-19 vaccines. The Florida Supreme Court will convene a grand jury at Republican Governor Ron DeSantis' request to investigate any wrongdoings with respect to the COVID-19 vaccine. So this story is out of the uh, out of Florida, Tallahassee, Florida, to be specific. So, so the Florida Supreme Court is allowing a grand jury to convene to review the any potential wrongdoing uh, regarding the production and the deployment and the mandating of these COVID-19 vaccines. This is going to be fascinating, but this is a huge, huge development because for years, these uh, vaccine manufacturers, and not just COVID-19, but other different forms of vaccines and types of vaccines or shots, as I call this one, because it doesn't perform as a vaccine, performs as a shot. It doesn't prevent you from getting, from contracting the illness, which is by definition what a vaccine is supposed to do. 
these COVID-19 shots do not do that. They, are, the manufacturers admit now that you can still contract COVID even if you get the uh, quote-unquote vaccine. So it's not a traditional vaccine. It's a shot. And the studies now and the studies have been shown the last 12 to 24 months that the things the things just don't work. The shots just don't work. They're very, very faulty, very, very ineffective. That's putting it mildly. Um, but I do want to take calls on this topic. I want to get your thoughts on this because this is a huge development. If if we can get these um, these vaccine manufacturers opened up and exposed to liability suits, just like every other industry, think about the car, the auto industry. Um, think about the food and uh, food uh, industry, uh, agriculture, etc. Uh, they're all open to liability suits. For various reasons, so why should the vaccine manufacturers be any different? Well, the answer is they shouldn't. That's what we're looking at here in Florida. 877-616-2396. Actually, that's the number to call preborn. <laughs> that's the number to call preborn. Let me give you the number to call the show because that's what we're doing this second. Although it would be great if you called and donated to preborn. Here's the number to call into the program, 888-589-8840, 888 8840. We're going to talk li- liability protections for vaccine manufacturers. This is a fascinating topic, a long time coming. The battle is on to strip these corporations of their liability protections so that if people are damaged by the product, they ought to be able to seek remediation and recourse um, as a result of li- uh, liability protections being stripped. 888 589 Four zero is the number to call in. That's what we're going to talk about on the show, liability protections regarding vaccinations. And, you know, one thing that, that's, that's, a, that's a major uh, concern is, is the, 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 the money, all the money tied up in Big Pharma and how closely connected the FDA and the CDC and other federal agencies are with big pharmaceutical companies. It's this incestuous relationship where if you're the FDA head, well, when you retire, what are you going to do? You're going to go work for Pfizer. You're going to go work for Moderna. You're going to go work for Johnson & Johnson. You're going to go make hundreds of thousands of dollars every year, millions potentially, uh, being the middleman uh, between these corporations and these federal agencies so you can get your products approved. It's a very, very incestuous relationship, and, and you and I are left with a product. You and I are left with a product that's been rushed through with billions of dollars at stake for these corporations, been rushed through. These corporations are, or these pharmaceutical companies are responsible for their own testing, their own quality controlling. They get a rubber stamp by the FDA or the CDC or another agency, and then it goes to market, and if people have a bad outcome from it, if people are damaged from it, then there's no recourse. You can't sue. Nope, there's there's protections for these corporations. So uh, no other industry is allowed to operate with such uh, liberty and such uh, insulation from lawsuits. Why should this corporation or, or this industry be any different? Um, let's see. Are we uh, – Bobby, you're – not ready yet. So we're, we're still taking calls, 
888-589-8840 is uh, the number to call in, 888-589-8840. By the way, we are going to – okay, I got it. Uh, we are going to post this uh, story. I'm going to drop it over to Bobby, but this uh, story from ABC News on these uh, li- liability protections is is a very, very fascinating story that we do need to track and we will follow here on the program. Uh, let's do go over to the Lone Star State and talk to Jim. Jim's in Texas. Hey, Jim. Thanks for calling the Corps. Hi. How are you? Hey, doing well, man. What's what's on your mind today? Well, so a uh, little backstory. I'm vaccinated. My wife's not. So I'm very open-minded about the whole thing. But one thing I do feel is that there has been some recklessness at some level due to the sense of urgency and the initial and it, the initial stages of the pandemic and uh and so i really do feel like there should be at least some degree of reduction in the uh the liability protections on the the vaccine you know the it's there's a lot of there was a lot of push um and and i chose for my reasons my wife chose not to but i feel like a lot of people were manipulated uh in either way, but a lot of people were manipulated with the fear mongering and stuff, and and uh, and I definitely uh, feel there's some liability there. Yeah, you, you know, you're right, Jim. And, and one thing, Jim, that makes this even even more <clears throat> egregious with these COVID nineteen shots is that, to your point, there was so much not only fear mongering but coercion. All right, there was so much coercion, very aggressive. Uh, uh, propaganda and coercion r- r- surrounding this shot. It's one thing just speaking out loud. It's it's one thing if 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 the the manufacturers say, "Look, look, consumer, uh, th- these shots were rushed to market because we got a pandemic. Uh, these shots were rushed to market. Uh, we did skip some 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 uh, some safety protocol, some safety procedures, but but but." But consume this product at your own risk. Understand that this product has not gone through the rigorous vetting and research that other products have. So take this product at your own risk. All right. So that's a disclaimer. But but there was not there was none of that, Jim. To your point, there was none no disclaimer, uh, no warning label, nothing. Uh, it was take this product or otherwise uh, you don't care about other people. Uh, last last word, Jim. Exactly. That's my my exact stance on the on the thing, and and I really encourage all of my friends to to do their research and make their own decisions and not pay attention to the propaganda out there. Uh, there are some some viable uh, uh, sources of information, and I encourage people to use those sources of information and make their own decisions and not just fall to whichever side they're hearing the most from. Mm. Yeah, appreciate the call, Jim. Thanks for that uh, input there. Um, you know this this could have this could have gone so many different ways better. Uh, this could have gone gone better in so many different ways. Um, but but we we were sold the American public was sold a false bill of goods. I mean we were completely misguided mis misled on on this topic of these shots because um, remember how 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 uh, confident the CDC was when they were talking about these shots. I mean, even the Trump administration, it was like a joke. I mean, you, you go ask somebody, you go ask a car manufacturer, you know, or, or a car salesman or, you know, someone who's being honest about their industry, they're going to tell you the good and the bad. They're going to say, well, you know, I like this, um, I like this product, uh, but here's, here's some quirks about it. And, 
You know, if you if you uh, don't like, you know, this about a product, then you're probably not going to like this one. But, you know, overall, it's a pretty good deal. That's kind of how salesmen speak, and that's how, like, people who are honestly giving you their assessment of a product, they give you the good and the bad. But we were, we were not given the good and the bad about this. We were told that, number one, you will not get COVID. If you get these shots, you will not get COVID. But number two, they called them safe and effective. Uh, these, these shots are, are 100% safe and effective. That was the mantra. That was the talking point. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. It was like they were robots. Yeah, and don't forget all the celebrities that lambasted the non-vaxxers. Oh, yeah, we were as told. being criminal, they should be put in a gulag. They yeah, should we, be taken we, out back and... We're yeah. murderers if we don't get the vaccine. Yeah, it was it was disgusting, the the, the dangerous rhetoric against yeah, us. you don't hear any of that anymore, do you? Yeah, against us unvaccinated. But um, there were no warnings, nothing, no disclaimers. Anytime you don't get a disclaimer for a product, you ought to be concerned. I mean, there's there's stuff on the market that's been on the market 40 years, and they're still running the legal disclaimers from their legal department. Because of some adverse reaction. So anytime you don't get a, any kind of legal disclaimer, that should be a red flag uh, immediately. And that's what went down with these shots. Uh, let's go to Joshua in Texas. Hey, Joshua, what's on your mind? Hey there. Um, so I wanted to present kind of a devil's advocate argument for the reason they have for Texans. Um, get, your, get your response on that. Um, so basically it's like you, you got the example with the automobile. Um, but if you take the automobile, if it, as long as it's operated within the parameters, uh, like the state law, you know, laws and the manufacturer's recommendations, then the, the automaker can, you know, build it in such a way that it should be able to hold up to any kind of, you know, reasonable expectation. You know, they got the parameters against it. Um, so then, you know, they're not liable. I mean, they, they would be liable if they built something that, you know, kind of violated those, you know, parameters, but with pharmaceuticals, on the other hand, you know, there's like the human body is unknown really like to the full extent. So pharmaceutical companies say like, we don't even know, like we can make a, a treatment for a condition and, you know, we can test it against what we know, but we can never know the possibilities of what, how it could affect every single person. So that's why we should be protected from lawsuits because, hey, there could be something out there and, and nobody in the world even knows that it's a possibility. Yeah, well, Joshua, I don't, I don't, I don't view this as, as, um, as kind of open-ended as you do because we're dealing with people's lives here, all right? We're not, we're not dealing with um, – you know, does this does this cutting board? You know, is it best to cut on or not? Or is there, uh, you know, consumer? Uh, are, are we misleading consumers here? And and what's the end result if the cutting board doesn't function as they say on the commercial? We're talking about people's lives, all right. So so we should not be giving protections to these corporations that are that are putting things on the market that go into people's bodies. And and if, if corporations, if these pharmaceutical companies will do everything within their power and within federal regulations to ensure the products are safe, then for the most part, they will be shielded. Uh, they will be protected because they'll have robust research and a robust process and products uh, that they can prove to any kind of court that, hey, di- we did what we could to prove this product was safe. But uh, but Joshua, they skipped all, they skipped all kinds of, of processes here to get this thing to market. So they can't say 
we did everything within our power to make sure this thing was safe. As a matter of fact, they did very little quality control at, on, on an apples-to-apples apples, uh, comparison uh, compared to other vaccines on the market, Joshua. No, I agree. There's nothing good they did about the, the way they handled it. I was zooming out. I was thinking about the total kind of conceptual argument as to why the, the the pharmaceutical companies have immunity in the first place. And is is it not? Is it just me? I mean, is, is, do you see that as an argument that the uh, you know people who support pharmaceuticals would take? Is that hey, we we can't be held liable because we can never know exactly how it'll affect everyone. Yeah. Well, I, I get your point, Joshua, and there's obviously got to be some kind of middle ground here. I mean, we can't open Pandora's box to frivolous lawsuits galore uh, because that's going to bankrupt the industry. People are going to the, the pharmaceutical companies are not going to want to do research and development and deploy new products because they're getting sued every three minutes. So I get your point there, and this this can probably be parsed out with some lawyers somewhere that know a whole lot more about this than me. But I guess what I'm what I'm getting at in the point of the program this segment is just to say that this whole 100% liability protections for big pharma uh, shouldn't be on the table, all right? Maybe some protections, uh, but right now uh, they're putting out these products through these emergency uh, authorizations, emergency use authorizations, uh, and these consumers are being damaged. I mean, the doctors are diagnosing people with vaccine adverse reactions, um, and there was no disclaimer, no warning, um, and that's all I'm saying is we got to be transparent about this stuff. We got to if we do if we do uh, a research, if we do you know quality control testing, and we know that there's these three adverse reactions that affect a certain percentage of the consumer, we need to put that on the label. We got to put that on the label, just like when you buy Advil, when you buy ibuprofen. Look on the back of it; it's got a disclaimer. It tells you if you take too many within a 24-hour period, well, some things could go wrong. So we need that same honesty, that same transparency, and those same disclaimers on these COVID-19 products so the consumer knows all the publicly available information uh, before consuming said product. Hey, folks, Jerry, Kathy, Chris, sorry for not getting your calls. We'll try to get to you another day. Thanks for joining the Corps. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.